0: Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. Put on your flip flops because we're in Redondo Beach, California today. Drew Hattie of True Form Life takes us to the three beaches of the South Bay and shows us where to find amazing fish tacos. The show notes will be available at WeTravelThere.com forward slash Redondo. Let's start the show. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Although I love to travel, sometimes it is just good to be home. When I moved to Nashville, I decided to splurge and get a Nectar Sleep mattress that provided all the comfort of a luxury hotel without the price tag of one. I love that Nectar Sleep includes a forever warranty, and that you get a 365-night trial to make sure that your mattress is everything you've dreamed of. For a limited time, my listeners will get $125 off and two free pillows with your order when you use the link wetravelthere.com forward slash Nectar. Hey, Drew, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Lee. I am super excited to be talking about Redondo Beach, South Bay today. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks for your audience for tuning in as well.
0: Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I I just moved from Southern California to Nashville, and I totally miss the beaches and miss all my friends that are back in Southern California. So you're going to bring back some good memories when we talk.
1: I'm looking forward to it. So what's your connection to Redondo Beach? I visited Los Angeles for a number of years before I decided to move here. And it was just, throughout the show, I'm going to tell you all the beautiful and amazing things about it. But it was just the lifestyle. It was the people. It was the weather. And we're fortunate to run an online business. So Rondondo Beach is a place that we've visited for the last number of years. And it was a place where I had to live. So we made that dream a reality. Nice.
0: That's fantastic. So if you can describe the city in just like one or two words, what would you say?
1: One or two words. Wow. I would say it's one of the most beautiful places you could possibly imagine.
0: Everybody used to watch the TV show, The O.C. and Real Housewives and all those types of things, (laughs) right? And so what's it really like living in a city like that?
1: There's so many benefits to being here. I mean, the weather got to be some of the best weather in the world. Right now, at the time of this recording, it's October and it's going to be 75 degrees today. I love waking up in a t-shirt and shorts and just walking around having the windows open and the doors open. I'm right by the beach, I should mention, so I can hear the ocean waves. I can hear the seals barking in the bay here. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like paradise, but it really is. I couldn't be more fortunate to live in an area like this. And being a part of the atmosphere of everything you could imagine, from palm trees to sunsets, there's mountains that are close, if that's your thing. And of course, being so close to the water, there's unlimited activities that you can do here as well.
0: Oh, for sure. Literally the way you described like your every day with like the ocean breeze and the beach and the seals and everything, people actually just, that's their dream to be able to travel to a place like that. And you actually wake up there every day.
1: (laughs) Sometimes I need to pinch myself to be like, is this a reality? But the truth is I've been working towards this for years now. and, And for that dream to come to a reality, it's unbelievable. So for people that have the ability to Or the option to visit, I would encourage it 110% to be here and experience some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. So when people visit, what's the best time of the year for people to visit? So it really depends what you're looking for. Summertime for me, I would say is the best time because there's so much going on. Personally, I love the hot weather. (laughs) And for me, right here on the beach, like Redondo Beach, South Bay area, when I talk about South Bay, that's Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, and Manhattan Beach. These are three small little beach towns that are all connected. They're very safe. They're very welcoming, low crime. There's not too much noise like you'd find in a bigger city or like you would imagine, like downtown Los Angeles, for example. So in the summertime, they have volleyball competitions, like professional volleyball competitions. They have surf competitions, concerts on the beach. They have movies on the beach, literally on the beach. We dig a little hole. And we sit with our backs against the sand, and then they have this big giant screen. And usually it's a kid's movie or, or an old school movie, like Karate Kid was on there, <laughs> the original. And then they had E.T. they played. And so in the summertime, there's a lot more activities because they know there's more tourists coming in the area, and the weather's a bit nicer. But you do have to understand that there's more people coming, so... Now, here in the fall, there's a lot less people on the strand or on the beaches than there would be in the middle of the summertime, like July and August.
0: And for people who aren't familiar with the Southern California weather, I mean, it really starts warming up in May. I don't know, when I lived in Anaheim, it was, most of the time, it it would heat up to 80, 90s, and uh, rarely did it ever get over 100, and I'm sure by the beach, because of the cool breeze it
1: doesn't get anywhere near 100 where you are, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's so nice about it because people inland are dealing with all kinds of heat waves and they're they're complaining about the heat in here. It's 75, 80, 85 would be a hot day. So 75, 80 in the summertime and it's pretty enjoyable.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you get too hot, just dip your toes in the water
1: and you're happy again. (laughs) Well, we did go through a heat wave this summer and the beaches were jam-packed, so the regular people that live here, of course, we were going to the beach, but everyone from inland was coming to the beaches just to cool off.
0: Yeah. And for people who aren't familiar with the Southern California weather and, and the water, you know, May, June, July, the water's actually still pretty chilly. It's August, September, October is really when the water is probably the warmest, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a pool. It's like jumping into a heated pool. It's not very cold. And it some of the tropical islands, I'd imagine, would get a bit warm, like the actual warm water, but it's still so refreshing to jump in on a hot day.
0: Oh, sure. So when people are coming to visit Redondo Beach, Aliex is actually pretty close. So it's actually probably closer to Redondo than it is to downtown.
1: That's what's so beautiful about this area. It's amazing. You could jump in, whatever you jump in, a cab or Uber or Lyft, you fly in. And we were coming from Canada, so it was only two and a two-and-a-half-hour flight wherever you're coming from. It's, it doesn't seem like a long flight. Of course, unless you're on the East Coast, but you land. And usually have to drive an hour or two from wherever you're going. And from LAX to Redondo, it's about a 15-minute ride. <laughs> you land in the airport, and you grab your bags, and you're pretty much here.
0: Nice. That's fantastic. So when people come to visit Redondo Beach, would you recommend them renting a car, or would you recommend them doing something like Uber or public transportation?
1: Yeah, I would definitely recommend jumping in, in an Uber, especially if you're staying in the South Bay Area. You really don't need it. There's this bus called Beach City Transit that goes throughout the beach area It actually goes like we've taken it to dodger stadium or it connects to a lot of different hubs like it will go to lax for example but it costs a dollar <laughs> and it <laughs> and it goes through all these little beach towns you can take that if you're on one end to redondo beach and you want to go 30 minute bike ride it'll take you 10 minutes on the bus to get up on this little bus beach which is really cool And then Ubers and Lyfts are crazy around here because there's so many people and so much activity. So you can jump in an Uber pretty much at any time. It'll be here in five minutes or less, and that'll take you all over. And you don't have to worry about driving. You don't have to worry about parking. Parking is definitely an issue, especially if you get closer to Manhattan or Hermosa. It's a little bit easier here in Redondo to find parking. But if you have an Uber, it costs you five or 10 bucks to get wherever you want. You don't have to worry about paying probably more than that to park.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And For people that aren't familiar that LA parking, I mean, I used to work downtown and parking per day there was about 38, 40 bucks a day and beach city towns like yours are even harder to find parking. Realistically, I think residents even have a hard time finding parking sometimes, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I know people that don't have cars or they don't drive their cars. They just take Uber or another form of transit because they don't want to worry about traffic or they don't want to worry about parking.
0: Nice. So when people are visiting Redondo Beach, obviously the beach is a huge attraction but what other types of things are there to do in your town?
1: Okay, well, let me tell you about the Strand because I'm not sure if everyone would know about it. So if you're visiting one of the beach areas like Redondo, it's called the Strand and it's literally a concrete strip. And if you could imagine or picture something from the 60s where there's maybe some short shorts and some blonde hair and some rollerblades or roller skates cruising down the beach with palm trees and sun and beach, that's exactly what it looks like. So this strand goes all the way down the beach, and you can start it from, well, let's just say it starts from Redondo. It will go all the way up to Santa Monica, and it goes all along the beach. So if you're heading north on the left-hand side, you'll have the water that literally you have the Pacific Ocean on your left-hand side. And on the right side, there'll be a number of multimillion-dollar houses. So you can cruise down this strand. You can take a skateboard. You can take a bike, roller skates, roller blades. There's all kinds of things that people use as transportation to enjoy the weather or get out and be active. So that would be the first thing I'd recommend is that you have to cruise down the strand or wherever you are so you can see how beautiful it is.
0: Yeah, so I was reading about that on the Visit Redondo website, and it's actually, I guess, called the Marvin Broad Bike Trail. It's 22 miles. And the way I look at it is most people aren't used to riding bikes that far. So you you can ride a little bit, stop at one of those beachside restaurants or bars, have a drink. Ride a little bit more, keep going back and forth. And like you said, when you're done, whenever you're tired and ready to go back, just hop in an Uber and head on back.
1: Yeah. And that's what locals would use as a form of transportation. So most people would take, like from here, for example, we'll jump on our bike from Redondo. I live right behind the Redondo Beach Pier, and that's where the strands start. So I'll jump on my bike, and it'll take me five or 10 minutes to get to the Hermosa Pier. And in the Hermosa Pier, they have all kinds of different bars and shopping malls and different attractions. So I could ride my bike there and come back, or we can ride all the way down to Manhattan and come back. It's very convenient. You don't have to worry about riding your bike on the road. You don't have to worry about traffic. It's all specifically for people trying to get to from beach city to beach city.
0: That's fantastic. So what are some of the other things you were going to mention?
1: Do you want to talk about some of the food places or is that going to come up?
0: You know, hey, whenever you're ready to talk about food, you know, it's lunchtime here, so I'm ready to eat, man. (laughs) I wanted to mention paradise bowls for you. Have you heard of paradise bowls, Lee? No, just from the notes you gave me.
1: Okay, so these paradise bowls are amazing, and I've had different forms of them before or in different ways, but something special about these paradise bowls. So they'll put at the bottom, they'll put some kind of frozen berry like papaya or acai and that's kind of like the base of it. And from there, they'll put on a delicious mixed granola, and then they'll put on different types of mixed berries like blueberries, strawberries. Sometimes they'll put in like chocolate and peanut butter. And then on top of that, they'll drizzle a little bit of honey, and they have different sizes. So you grab these paradise bowls, and it's a delicious, healthy snack. All the locations are right close to the beach or the strand. So you grab these paradise bowls, and you'll see people throughout the strand or throughout these beach cities that will be sitting there with the paradise bowl in enjoying some of the most amazing little snack you could imagine.
0: You know, it's tasty, it's healthy, and it helps you keep that bikini body ready, right?
1: <laughs> that's right. That's important around here because there's so much activity, as we were mentioning, and just like the water, for example, like the surfing alone is crazy, like El Porto, Manhattan Beach area, that's some of the best surfing you'll find in the world. There's tons of surfing here in Redondo as well, but Then you have the stand-up paddle boarders. That's something that's very active in the area. Right here on the Redondo Beach Pier, you can actually go and rent boards, or you can buy boards. Of course, if you're visiting, you can just go and rent them for the hour, or they'll give them to you for the same price for a day as for an hour, so (laughs) you can take them for as long as you want. So that's uh, definitely something that's an option for those looking to be active and try a little healthy snack as well.
0: Sure. So what's your favorite place to get one of those Paradise Bowls?
1: That's just what they're called. Paradise Bowls is the name of it. So there's a couple of them around here. I like to go to Hermosa Beach just because it's right on the strand. It's it's so close. It's so available. And there's one in Manhattan Beach as well. So wherever you're at, I mean, we're all so close here. You can get anywhere within a 10 minute bike ride or a five minute Uber ride. So they're very accessible.
0: And so when you're not eating Paradise Bowls, what other types of things are they eat
1: in your area? So, if you're not familiar with the Mexican food in Los Angeles, (laughs) you have to become familiar with it. I've had the opportunity to travel the world. I traveled for 10 years as a professional athlete, and I didn't get a chance to taste the Mexican food like I have here in Los Angeles. So, there's one place I want to recommend. It's called Lupita's Mexican. That's in Redondo. And they've actually won awards for their best Mexican food. And I had no idea, to be honest with you. We just saw it look like a nice place to visit. And then we went in there and it was like taking a step into Mexico. Everything's authentic from the silverware to the people working there. And the food was amazing. And then, of course, you look around and there's all these little posters or little awards that they've won. And again, it's called Lapitas and it's amazing. So if you get a chance, I would definitely recommend stopping in Lapitas if you're visiting Redondo Beach here. Nice. So what do you order when you get there? Oh, man, there's so many different things that you can order. I like enchiladas. I'm a big enchilada fan. You can't go wrong with burritos. And then there's another place I want to mention is the fish bar. But if you're into fish tacos or if you're into tacos as well, you can't really go wrong. And especially with this form of authentic type of food, it's much different. Like I've been to other places in the world where they claim to have Mexican food or you might have a big chain like a Taco Bell. (laughs) That's like the lowest common denominator as far as Mexican food, man. (laughs) <laughs> right. But I've been to some places. I lived in the Midwest, for example, for years, and they didn't know exactly know what it was like to have real Mexican food. Even in I grew up in Canada. They talk about Mexican food much different than this type of Mexican food that we have here.
0: Sure. When we moved here to Nashville, my wife's, one of her concerns was actually having some good Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a,
1: it's a real issue in today's day and age.
0: <laughs> for sure, man. You got to have some good tacos and burritos,
1: man. That's part of life. Especially if you're used to LA Mexican food, you got to have it. Yeah.
0: So we only have a couple more minutes. Is there something else as far as food or something, activities that you'd really want to
1: talk about? I just want to mention the fish bar real quick. The fish bar is in Manhattan beach, and it's absolutely amazing. If you get a chance to stop by, everything is run so well. The food is absolutely amazing. It's almost like a gourmet type of Mexican food. So I'll mention that real quick. And then I just want to mention some of the other things that you can do around here. Like there's yoga, actually yoga is so accessible. We could go to the yoga on the pier here sometimes they run free classes once a week or once a month that you can go to
0: yeah i saw that's on the uh the second saturday of the month
1: yeah that's right so uh, that's very cool to be able to go check out and just being try doing breathing exercises or yoga on a pier so you're above the pacific ocean with the ocean breeze as the sun's going down i'll leave that with your listeners there lead to picture something to do more activity wise here in the bay area
0: I just want to kind of run down a couple of things that I found. Like the King Harbor Boating Foundation, they have group kayaking on the fourth Sunday of every month. Have you ever
1: done that? I have not, but I'm right here at the King Harbor too, so I know what you're talking about. Okay, cool,
0: cool. And then I think it's more of like a family thing. There's a looking glass, like a semi-submersible boat that actually has an underwater viewing so they can cruise around the harbor and see... The sea life, without actually getting wet, you can just look through the windows at the bottom of the sub. That seemed really cool. And then there's the Hopkins Wilderness Park, which I guess is more of like a nature experience.
1: I just had friends invite us to go there last weekend, if you can imagine. We didn't get a chance to go, but I know what you're talking about.
0: Nice. And then the last thing was like the Seaside Lagoon. I guess it's kind of open from Memorial Day to Labor Day. It's like a large saltwater lagoon that have lifeguards, and it's, I guess, more safe for kids and for the family when you're in an area where it's not having the, like, the big waves that are there at the beach.
1: Yeah, they actually used to do summertime movies in that little area. So that's a beautiful area. If you're worried about the ocean waves or if you have little ones and you still want to enjoy water or a water park, that's a perfect place to go.
0: Nice. And then one last thing that I want to bring up was there's something called the South Coast Botanic Garden. That I lived in Southern California my entire life, and I had never heard of this place, and I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but it's literally like a little oasis in the middle of like all the industrialization of the, of the city. I'm not sure how big it is, but it's big enough where you could literally spend the entire day just walking around, basically engulfed in nature without even seeing a building. It seemed really cool, and it's. I know it's over in, in the area where you are. I know it's just outside of the city limits of Redondo, but it's a really good place for people to come and visit.
1: Yeah, thanks for the tip. I haven't heard of it, but I'll definitely going to look into it. Yeah, for sure.
0: So we have everything that Drew's talked about and then all the research I've done. It's all going to be in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash Redondo. But now it's time for the final countdown. So Drew, if a traveler only had time for one meal in your town, where should they go and what should they eat?
1: They should go to Lupita's, <laughs> without question. <laughs> you gotta go to, to Lupita's and try the enchiladas. I, I know I'm gonna have to go down. When we go back to visit friends and family,
0: we're gonna definitely visit the Lupita's. So tell me what's one of your most memorable stories of you being
1: in Redondo. Oh my gosh, there's so many. We had some friends come down and they came to visit the Redondo Beach area. And for here, we're very fortunate to be so close to where we're at. So we walked down to the pier and on the pier they often have musicians that are playing. I love jazz music so there's this jazz musician playing and then we cruise down you can see fishermen that are fishing all around the pier and they're actually feeding the pelicans by hand if you can imagine it's very cool so we're walking around the pier and then we come back and we have another food place where you can have ceviche one of my favorite little meals so a few of us sat and enjoyed ceviche and then there's a fun factory that I didn't mention in the full interview but it's like this old school like one of the first amusement parks that you could imagine there's only one ride but it's it's kind of underground and it's they're actually considering getting rid of it so if your listeners get a chance they should visit it soon but you can play all kinds of games that was a a night that i'll never forget it was just good clean fun it was beautiful it was amazing experience
0: yeah i mean being able to have some kind of unique experiences like that makes it even better when you can do it
1: with your friends no question i'm fortunate to have some great friends around the area too
0: That's great. So I think if any of your friends are listening to this, then uh, they're going to be hitting you up the next time they come into town and probably try to replicate the same type of evening. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So what would you say is the happiest happy hour in Redondo?
1: I would say you got to go to Hermosa. I would recommend people go to Hermosa if that's okay.
0: Uh, No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah.
1: If you go to Hermosa, they have the Hermosa Beach Pier. And again, it's about five minutes from here. So, and again, they're all connected. So their happy hour, they have on their pier there's bars on each side and they have quite a bit more selection I would say than they would have at Redondo here but there's so many awesome awesome little places that you can go and have a happy hour you can have cheap drinks and they have really nice cheap meals and there's a one place I'm thinking of it's called the Green Belt, and it's awesome it's the the food is awesome and you're sitting outside and you're enjoying the weather and the sunshine so I definitely recommend checking out for happy hour go to the Hermosa Pier
0: Nice. Actually, the way you're describing it, I'm I'm actually kind of flashbacking in some memories that I've have from spending time at the beach down there. They have so many cool bars that are just right on the strand there. You can sit and watch all the people cruising by, have a cool drinks, have some good food, and uh, watch the beautiful scenery. I'm getting a little nostalgic over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, Lee. It's one of the best things. You can just sit and hang out. There's so many different types of people. They're wearing different things. They're skating or, or riding on different things, and you're like, this is so cool. It's crazy. It's like a circus sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For sure, man. Yeah, actually, speaking of circus, Venice Beach is, you know, if people come out to California, obviously you want to spend some time in Redondo at Hermosa, Manhattan Beach, and just enjoy everything. But if you really want to see a circus... You got to head down to Venice Beach as well, because <laughs> they, they say the freaks come out at night. But man, they're out during the day, too, sometimes <laughs> it's some definite good people watching. And there are a lot of circus acts that, that are going on right there on the beach.
1: Oh, my gosh. Lee, if I could mention real quick, we were hanging out in Santa Monica for the day and we were cruising toward south back home And we walked into Venice and it was like you walked into like it was like night and day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, where are we? What happened? yeah yeah it's as you're walking
0: through like you all of a sudden are are taking lsd or something right (laughs) it's a good way to put it so uh bringing it back to the final countdown whenever i travel i always try to get pepperoni pizzas so where's the best place to get pizza in your town
1: the best place to get a pizza is in manhattan beach so that's why i love the south bay area because there's so much here and, and it's so close but They serve New York style pizza. You can have it by the slice or you can have a whole pizza and they have all kinds of different things going on there. But we like to grab a slice every once in a while and I think it's a beautiful place. So you got to look up New York style pizza in Manhattan Beach. It's right on the Strand and you can grab your piece of pizza. You can head over to the beach or walk down the Strand if you choose.
0: Yeah. And remember everybody probably shouldn't get the whole pizza. You're going to be out there in your bikini and your board shorts looking good. (laughs) <laughs> Make sure you stay looking good, right?
1: That's right. Keep those beach bodies.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's talk a little bit about what it is that you do and how people can reach you.
1: Thanks, Lee. I appreciate that. We run a nutrition and fitness business, and it's, that's why it was a no-brainer to be here in Redondo Beach, South Bay Area, because it's, there's so much fitness and activity and lifestyle here. So being able to work out on a regular basis outside, filming live videos or recorded videos for our membership, we have a monthly membership group that we do real meal plans, recipes, grocery shopping lists, at-home workouts. And then we also produce our own plant-based protein supplement as well. So it's noted for energy, natural energy boost. And we also have, it helps with digestion as well. So that's kind of what we do. We're able to work and travel and be in beautiful places like this and and work online. So our uh, main website's trueformlife.com. That's where we put everything together. I also host a nationally syndicated radio show, that's called exploring mind and body so if anyone's interested they can definitely learn more about holistically naturally ways to improve your lifestyle sustainably
0: nice and we'll have links to all that in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash redondo hey drew it's been a fantastic having you on the show we love learning about the whole south bay area and redondo beach and i look forward to being able to see you when we travel
1: there oh it's been so much fun lee thank you so much for having me on
0: When you think of California, the awesome beaches are one of the first things that come to mind. In Los Angeles, the beaches at Redondo, Manhattan, and Hermosa are some of the best you'll find. They offer a laid back atmosphere and have great opportunities for people watching. When you visit, definitely hop on a bike and ride the 22-mile bike path from Redondo Beach to Santa Monica to soak up the sun and feel the cool ocean breeze. Then grab some fish tacos and a cold drink at Fish Bar to watch the sunset. What's your favorite thing you learned about Redondo? please let us know in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash redondo or log into the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook. Join us in the next episode when Scott Walker of the I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside podcast takes us to Toronto, Canada, where we take in the views from the CN Tower then take the plunge at Niagara Falls. We hope to join us when we travel there. If you like this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell them what you enjoyed most. Make sure that you subscribe so that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. If you'd like to listen to more podcasts about travel, I suggest checking out my good friend Ed Pizza's show called Miles to Go. Ed and his guests break down the latest travel news with a focus on credit card rewards and loyalty programs in his weekly 30-minute show. Let me know what you think.